All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Stream Team Podcast. Super excited to be here tonight. Looking forward to this one for sure. Got the boys in studio, really pumped up. Curry, how you doing, man? That's great to be here recording tonight with the Stream Team. Awesome. Danny Meeks, how we doing, man? Happy to be here. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Happy to have you both and happy to have the show back and better than ever. Here we go. All right. So as always, I'll give just a quick rundown of what we're going to do. Um, you know, we're going to start with a miscellaneous topic. Um, we have a fun one tonight. It's Super Bowl week, so we have a little bit of Super Bowl thematics for sure. Um, we're going to talk – well, actually, I'll just save it till we get to it. Um, and then we are going to do our Mount Rushmore, which is also going to be football-themed. We will do Sell Me This Show, where Danny and Tim will talk about specific shows and, and get and it's really just sell you on them. It's based on Sell Me This Pen from great old Wolf of Wall Street. They're going to sell you on the show. Um, and then we're going to do a little weekend watch, give a little preview of what you should be watching this weekend as we head into uh, head into the good old weekend here in uh, mid-February. So first, um, miscellaneous topic. It is Super Bowl week, so we are talking football in terms of our theme. And we're talking in this miscellaneous topic about if you could have a football coach, a coach of your team, be a character from any television or television show or movie, who would it be? And also, if you have, a, have an owner of your team, who would it be? Um, so it's a little fun little segment here. Uh, Curry, when I when I pitched you this question, um, you know, where did, where did your mind go? Um, so my first thought, uh, I, I tried to you know think outside the box and not just think of football coaches from mm-hmm. movies and TV. But nothing wrong with that. We're going to discuss that later for mm-hmm. sure. But uh, my first thought was you know a coach i want someone who's maybe like uh can strategize can outthink an opponent but also inspire i want Tyrion lannister Tyrion lannister game of thrones the yes. dwarf he definitely the short he'd be the shortest person on the field the half man absolutely so he he was my first uh thought as as a football coach just and i, and I went back to his experience I don't want to get too specific with Game of Thrones, but Battle of Blackwater being number one, that was you know his idea with the wildfire. He was out there. He gave a big rallying speech to rally the men, and that's something a coach has to do at times, and he, he had the strategy. So, um, And really throughout the course of the show, he, he was almost always one step ahead um, with his you know political strategies. So Tyrion Lannister, I think he would make a great coach. Um, I have two other options uh, that I thought of. I don't know if uh, you or Danny have the same ones, but uh, another one similar to Tyrion Lannister is Tommy Shelby, Peaky mm-hmm. Blinders. Um, another guy who is a uh, political strategist, um, but also he's he's a great leader. Um, not a leader of an army, leader of a gang, the Peaky Blinders. Um, but again, he's he's always scheming. He's always trying to outthink his opponent. Um, I think he'd be a good coach as well. And then the last one, I leaned heavy into the the leadership the heart you know just you know being able to uh inspire a group of 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 football players going with steve rogers aka captain america i mean he's wow america he'd be a great football coach got it got it got it Tyrion lannister right He, he came to my mind as well my thing is like did Tyrion lannister like succeed in his his strategy in like the macro way of thrones like kind of no right in the grant so i'm we're, we're on a podcast i'm making gestures in the grand scheme like the, yeah. the from 
from episode one to episode the last episode. Yeah. Did he accomplish his ultimate goal? He seems like I he was like the he was like the- he ended in power, but there was definitely at times where you know he was back in Daenerys and we, and he thought you know this this is my move, this is my play, and and it backfired on him. So no, I mean he wasn't he wasn't always you know he didn't always have the upper hand. He not every risk he took paid off. But that's that happens. That's life, you know. Football coach. He survived. Football he survived the Game of Thrones. Exactly. He survived. He ended in a better position than he started. And does that mean he'll win a Super Bowl? I don't know. But I think he'll consistently be competitive as a football coach. Got it. I respect that. I respect that take. So he's not he's not the Atlanta Falcons up twenty eight three, you know, and uh shitting the bed. He's not that's not Tyrion Lannister. Uh, might happen once. <laughs> All right, but no, I like those three for sure. Danny, any reaction to those three as well as as your uh, your thoughts on the question? I um, my mind also went to Captain America for a minute. Um, I was kind of going over there. I was thinking of someone who could rally the troops, um, inspire, take charge. Um, I ended up not going with him. Um, my final answer, I went with uh, Mickey Goldmill from Rocky. Old Bell, Old Mick. I love that. Um, I, I kind of went the opposite of Curry. Instead of like, I didn't want a big X's and O's guys. I just kind of wanted like a you know motivational meat and potatoes kind of you know fire you up, run it the old school way. But uh, yeah, I thought he'd be a good football coach. Um, like I said, yeah, I thought Captain America would be good. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, final answer, I'll go Mick. Mick Curry reactions to your boy Mick. I. I think Danny nailed it with his uh, his analysis that he's not really an X's and O's guy. And he's <laughs> yeah, the heart and soul. We're, we're, we'll probably lose every game, but we're <laughs> going out swinging. You that's might, all I can ask for. You might lose, but your men are going to run through a brick wall for him. Exactly. That's yeah. That's that's the team I want. Exactly. All right, I'll get mine. Just we'll stick with coaches for for now here. I mean, some some obvious ones that come to mind. Um, one that could fit the bill for all of them is. Uh, Player, coach, owner, Jackie Moon, for sure. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Man of many hats. He's got he's got the experience and he got the yeah. Flint Tropics to the Mega Bowl and semi pro. Yeah. Um Tyrion Lannister came to mind for sure. Um William Wallace, Braveheart, right? You sent that, that was a good one. Yeah. Braveheart. I mean rally rally the troops and also an X's and O's. You showed a little X's and O's on the field. Mm-hmm. On the field for sure. Um so between those three, um, a couple other came to mind. Not, not Captain America. Gladiator came to mind a little bit. That's a little more, you know, like in that motivational realm for sure. The guy from Three Hundred, um, the king from Three Hundred. Yeah, Leonidas is legit. Um, I'm gonna go William Wallace. Braveheart, such a classic movie. Not only do I get the motivation factor with the pregame speech, but I also get you know, some X's and O's on the battlefield. So I'm looking for a little bit of a hybrid and um, I'll go, I'll go Willie Wallace for sure. So that's my coach. That's my final answer. I like those three. That's a, a, a nice coaching staff, Tyrion Lannister, um, William Wallace and, and Mick. That would make an absolute wild trio for sure. Um, owners. I tossed in owners, you know, owners, as we see in Ted Lasso, um, you know, they have an impact on the club. As we see in many sports, they have an impact on the team. Um, so someone you want owning your franchise, um, you know, if you're a fan of the team, um, what came to mind when we talked to owners, Curry? Uh, sure. So first thing I think about when I think of owners, 
I think of the George Steinbrenner, Jerry Jones type, like <laughs> super rich guys who are just way too involved with the team. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Don't want someone who who's going to be you know meddling around with the team. Um, really, I, I think I would want someone who's rich and you know just kind of sees the team as almost like a toy more than an investment. I want someone with stupid money. So I just I have three three picks, all just super rich characters. Uh, first one is Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> Love it. Characters in, you know, media, uh, stupid money swims around in, in a pool of, of gold coins. So I feel like he's the type who, if he felt the need, would say, all right, I want to have a, a football team. I want them to be dominant. Here's, you know, a billion dollars. My other two picks, uh, Jed Clampett, Beverly Hillbillies, again, overnight billionaire. He's might be a little bit Jerry Jones there because he might (laughs) decide, you know, he wants to get involved with the football team. Uh, And the last one is uh, Richie Rich. And he's a kid. He would see the football team as a toy. He, you know, oh, I I want, you know, my team to be the best. Uh, (laughs) Here's here's a billion dollars. So that was my thought process. I don't want a Jerry Jones. I want someone who's just has the money and will back me. So I like it. I like it. Reaction to that and yours, Danny Meeks. Uh, again, kind of similar levels of thinking. Um, I kind of had two answers where I was like, I could kind of go either way. Um, first one I said was Jerry Maguire. Like um, sports guy, but not about the money. I think he cares about the team, um, cares about the players, and is actually like emotionally invested. Um, second guy, I went a little more with Tim, where I just thought like the first thought was money. Like, who's going to put money into this? And I thought Jordan Belfort. Wolf of Wall Street. I like that. And then I was like, you know, depending on the day, like, you know, we could blow the entire team's finances <laughs> and some like prostitution ring. But then I was like, you know, he will die on that ship for you. Like if you can get him on a good day, like, you know, he, he's with you all the way. So I like that. I like yeah, that. A little flaky, but he's a wild card. I like that. It might only last for a season or two, but it'll be a wild run. Exactly. <laughs> it'll be yeah. a fun run. It'll be a fun run for sure. Um, ones that come to mind for me. Um, Rebecca from Ted Lasso, um, obviously doing a good job there with Ted post her, you know, situation. Um, but she's got the coin, but also has the, uh, you know, a little bit of a hands-off feel for sure. Um, how about Bruce Wayne? We got the money. Okay. We got the, we got the, the, you know, positive outlook. You know, everyone's happy about, you know, when trying to do good things. Um, but also I think wants to win, right. Wants to get things done. Um, Bruce Wayne in there for me. Logan Roy from Succession. Curry, we talked Succession last week. Um, he would definitely be hands in the pot, Jerry Jones-esque. Um, Dallas Cowboys owner, Jerry Jones, who's definitely way too involved. But I think um, in terms of winning and not accepting losing, I think um, our boy Logan Roy from Succession is in that category for sure. So I'm going to go Logan Roy. I'm going to go Logan Roy. You know, I'm okay with a, a little bit of a Maverick owner. Um you know, if we have, you know, Logan Roy owning the team, William Wallace coaching the team. I mean, I feel like we're we're set up for some absolute success. So th- those are yeah. good. They're both Scotsmen, I think. Yeah, both Scotsmen. Yeah. yeah, that's very true. Both Scotsmen. So we have, a, yeah, Scottish, Scottish uh, crew right there for sure. So those, that's mine. I love your guys' picks. So who is your so Curry? Who's your final pick? Uh, final pick. Uh, Tyrion Lannister is the coach. And uh, we'll go Scrooge McDuck as the owner. Scrooge McDuck and Jerry Lannister. A duck and a, and a half man for sure. 
um, running the running the crew. And Danny, you are Mick. I would go Mick Jerry Maguire probably. Mick Jerry Maguire. Look at that crew. Awesome. I love that. So fun little miscellaneous kick around there. Absolutely thrilled with it. Now let's go to Mount Rushmore. Danny, what are we bringing to the table uh, this week? Uh, for the Super Bowl, uh, I was thinking of football coaches. Um, okay. Again, kind of in that realm. But uh, yeah, top four football coaches. Uh, I had Coach Boone from Remember the Titans. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, I had Jimmy McGinty from The Replacements. Okay. Uh, Coach Gaines from Friday Night Lights. Strong. And last but not least, I had Coach Klein from the Waterboy. <laughs> That's classic. That- I, I think to to uh, you know to not only fake the fake but pretend to fake is, is a level of mastermind that we haven't seen in a while. So, <laughs> yeah, that is incredible. I love yeah. that. Kerr, reactions and and your thoughts when when Danny said this is what we're gonna do. Um, I reaction to his list. I mean, I think. Coach Boone is is absolutely in the Mount Rushmore of, of football coaches in media. Um, some other uh, names that I I was kicking around. Um, I don't know he stuck in movies there, but if we go Friday Night Lights, Eric Taylor I think is one of the greatest football coaches in TV or movies. Uh, mm-hmm. I have him on there. Um, what show? What show is that for those who don't know? Friday Night Lights, the TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, back to Friday Night Lights, the movie. I thought of the team that beat the Permian Panthers is Dallas Carter. And I, I had to Google it and look up what's the name of Dallas Carter coach. His name is Freddie James. That, <laughs> that, the Dallas Carter team was the team that actually won. They were dominant. And, you know, they, he, the, the coach, you know, they never punted. They never kicked. They were just, they were dominant. So he's clearly something yeah. special, um, even though he's not really a big character. Uh, and the last one I thought of was uh, Danny O'Shea. This is similar to Coach Klein. It's, you know, the underdog coach. So Danny O'Shea from the Little Giants. Great, yeah, great choice. Kind of nerdy, beats his older brother with the uh, the annexation of Puerto Rico and and yeah. strategy. So gotta love an underdog. Love that, yeah. That my my mind went to Little Giants um, for sure, um, but then I think they, you know, remember the Titans for me. Um, what a flick and and what a what a coached up team. Um, and so happy mm-hmm. to have them in the Mount Rushmore for sure. Danny, I think it's great four you picked. And uh, I'm excited for that to be in the newsletter uh, this week. So good stuff. Um, let's shift gears, boys. Um, sell me the show. All right. What do we got on docket here? What are you guys selling? We'll start with Curry. Sure. So, show I want to sell you this week uh, something I hadn't heard much about prior to like this past weekend when I binged the whole series. Uh, this show is called Murderville on Netflix. Murderville. Yes. So it's it's a comedy. It's uh, about half hour episodes. Stars Will Arnett as Detective Terry Seattle, who is he's tasked with uh, solving murders. And each episode, he has a new celebrity partner. Really? So the celebrities is Conan O'Brien, Marshawn Lynch, Kumail Nanjiani. There's a couple others. And the, the twist is that the the celebrities don't have a script. So the celebrities are ad-libbing, improving, playing off of Will Arnett. Um, you know, Will Arnett obviously has a loose script, but he's he's ad-libbing a lot depending on you know what's going on with the celebrities. Um, so it's kind of like a big extended SNL sketch or like 
like whose line is it anyway? Because it, it's all kind of improv with the, the celebrities. Um, but it's, it's really funny. Um, and yeah, you, you get to see, you know, like, like Marshawn Lynch, like he's not an actor. He's yeah. just a funny guy. So seeing him in these situations, you know, he's really entertaining. Um, and there, there is a, a loose storyline to the show. It's not just like right. they're winging it up there. Like there's a real, there's real actors, there's real, you know, set props and everything. It's not, it's not an improv show. Like it's real, but yeah. it's, it's very funny seeing the way Will Arnett interacts with the, the celebrity guests and seeing the celebrity guests try to, you know, play along and, and, you know, a couple of times he'll get them to crack, but you know, they don't crack like Jimmy Fallon level. Like they keep, yeah. they, they keep it going, but you know, they crack a little bit. It's, it's really funny. So I think uh, my favorite episode was uh, the one with Kamel Nanjiani, who Kamel Nanjiani is from, uh, he's in the Eternals. He's in Silicon Valley, the big sick. Um, and in that episode, uh, they go to Terry Seattle's high school reunion to solve a murder. And the banter with, with Kumail and the classmates and, you know, Terry clearly wasn't very popular in high school. It's just, <laughs> it's really funny. So uh, Murderville on Netflix. That's my summary of the show for the week. Awesome. I mean, what an innovative concept. Um, yeah, like, literally so innovative. And like, I feel like it was that in the top 10 Curry. I feel like that, like, I'm not seeing like, yeah, like, it was, it was trending. It was trending this weekend. I'm not sure if it was top 10 or not. It might, it might've been like back in top 10, but, uh, but yeah, that's, I saw it and I'm like, Oh, like I like Will Arnett. Like, let, yeah. me, let me watch. Yeah. I feel like it's not getting like nearly as much buzz as like that celebrity lineup. And that concept is incredible. Happy to, you know, bring it to the, bring it to the crew here for sure. So love that. Uh, Danny Meeks, what do we got? What are you selling me on? A uh, show on HBO Max. It's called Hacks. Um, it stars Gene Smart. Um, if you saw her, you would know her. Um, also has Shooter McGavin, Christopher McDonald. Um, Gene Smart plays a. Gene, Go ahead. Gene Smart from. She's also. Did you watch. Um, uh, she's in a. Mayor of Easttown? 24. Uh, I don't know if she. Yeah, she is in Mayor of Easttown. Yeah, Mayor of Easttown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she plays a the grandma, like an aging. Sorry. Okay. Um, she plays like an aging like comedian in that. Um, kind of like on the back end of her career, she's got like a Las Vegas residency. Um, just kind of like has her stick of humor, but she's kind of like sizzling out a little bit. So they get this new young chick writer to kind of help you know punch up her jokes a little bit. But she's very like it's just kind of like. Clash of the Generations, like mm-hmm. Gene Smart's very old school. Like, no, this is how you write a joke. There's a punchline, and you know the new girl's like, no, that's not really what people think is funny anymore. You know, we need to do it more this way. Um, so they kind of have to work together. But uh, Christopher McDonald plays the agent. He kind of keeps throwing Gene Smart under the bus. Yeah. But it's nothing really feels like forced there. You know, the new girl's like kind of like you know an obnoxious like ass but she kind of knows it so it's not really like pushed on you too much but it's it's really funny so what season definitely makes me laugh out loud it's one season right now okay hbo max it's a hbo max original is it done Um, is it done or it's still going on yes first season's all done okay so so you can binge the whole season right now binge the whole season We're, we're ready for the next one if and when that comes out awesome love it Love it. Gene yeah. Smart, comedy, HBO Max, HBO Max original. So you know, like, 
feel like when these new streaming platforms come out and like they're pumping out an original, it's like it's like damn good. Like you know, like, it's, like yeah. that initial wave of like like Ted Lasso and like some of these other ones that are just like you know hey, we're, we're we're new kids on the block. Mandalorian was like that. It was like everyone's talking about it. Yeah, it's like a, the new thing. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, hacks HBO, love it. All right, weekend watch. What are we looking forward to, boys? Curry, start with you. Sure. Uh, weekend watch. First, the two Sunday night ones, Euphoria, Righteous Gemstones, both on HBO. Double dip. Um, I will say that Euphoria last week, I, I rip on it, but last week was actually really good. Um, Got it. That's cool. Are you watching that live? Are you watching that live bullets when it's on? Uh, no, no. I usually I usually watch it either Sunday night or Monday night, but um, not live. But it's uh, not- yeah. Last week was really good. Uh, it was focused mostly on the on the main characters and Daya Rue on her. Uh, drug addiction rather than all the high school drama bullshit of mm-hmm. this, you know, fake school where everyone does drugs and dresses like they're on the Vegas strip. So, uh, <laughs> other than those two, uh, how I met your father still, that's uh, on Tuesdays, I think still not great, but gonna, gonna stick it out for another couple episodes. And then what yeah, I say, how I met your father, give me a one out of 10, like a five and a half. Really? Yeah, very underwhelming so far. Um, and the last one, and this is one I had a recommendation from a friend, uh, shout out Jenkins, is Yellow Jackets. Yellow so it's on, it's on Showtime, uh, which means I don't know how to watch it right now, but okay. it's, it's on Showtime, and uh, it just finished up in January. So it's about like a, a girls' soccer team or something that had some uh, sort of like – crash or or something in in the wilderness in canada and this was like in like the 90s it's fiction obviously in the 90s and then so it cuts constantly between seeing the girls and how they're surviving in the wilderness to present day where they're dealing with like their everyday life you know and the repercussions of what they had to do to survive because apparently there was some there was some traumatic shit um that's heavy and uh yeah, it got like I was I was checking it out and it had 100% on Rotten Tomatoes and that's pretty rare. So and it's yeah. a new show, just came out, just finished up in January. So that's finished uh, up. Yellow. So finish up, it finished up. So you can binge finish up time. season one. Yeah, so you can watch all season one. I think they they plan to have five seasons. It's already got renewed for season two. So sure. yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Love that, Danny Meeks. Weekend watch. We'll be looking forward to this weekend. Uh, I got to catch up on Book of Boba Fett. Um, got been it. hearing a lot about it. Uh, first couple episodes were slow, and from what I've heard, last couple episodes have picked up a little bit. Okay. Um, so I got to get on that. Uh, Righteous Gemstones, still a new episode came out. Got to get on that. Um, Righteous Gemstones, great, good second season so far? Good second season. I like the show. I think it could be so much better. Really? Like, yeah. Like, it, it's... I don't know. Not to sound like nerdy, but like tonally, it's kind of like split. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It's it's not funny enough to be a comedy, but like the drama is kind of like good enough that it could just be like a drama show. But then again, like they kind of throw comedy in there, but it's like it's not all of one thing. So it's it kind of pros and cons to that. Yeah. Like it kind of doesn't benefit from being like a full fledged comedy. Like again, I think it could be so much funnier. I think um, the the characters are all very much comedy, but the storyline itself gets pretty dark and and drunk. Yeah, yeah, and again, it's you know it's Danny McBride and Adam Devine. Mm-hmm. Um, John Goodman's funny in it. Um, 
Walton Goggins. Um, so like the characters, like in theory, like it, it should be funny, but like every time I finish an episode, I'm like, oh, that's funny. I don't know if I laughed out loud once, mm-hmm. but uh, like you, you do a lot of like the nose exhales where you're like, <laughs> <laughs> like so. I yeah, like that. I we'll like do it. a deep dive when that season finishes up. We'll do a deep dive specific episode on Righteous Gemstones. Um, yeah, absolutely. Anything else, Danny? Uh, that's it. I'm there. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, Curry, anything before we shut it down? No, just uh, you know, follow us on socials and uh, rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. Boys, love it. Danny Meigs, anything before we shut it down? That's it, man. Thank you very much. Love it. Absolutely. So Super Bowl week. Happy we got some football thematics, as I said earlier. Happy you listened to the show. Happy to be back in the saddle here for sure. For Danny and Curry, I am Matt right here, and we are excited to have you with us. Join us next time here on the Stream Team Podcast.